Alva presents the No Code Hustle, where we speak with founders, builders, and makers who are building the next generation of tech products all without code. I'm your host, Eric Israni. Welcome, everyone. My name is Eric Israni, and I am the startup evangelist for Bubble. And today we are speaking with Reese Lyons, the founder and CEO of AnnounceFly. Welcome, Reese. Hey, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. And uh, I think we should just start and get right into it. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your business to start? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm the founder and CEO of two um, bubble-built SaaS uh, applications, so software as a service applications. Um, The first one being SendPilot. You may or may not have heard of us. We did a a big lifetime deal campaign launch um, last year with PitchGround. Uh, And then since then, we acquired what was then uh, TreeFort. um, And we've since rebranded that, uh, redesigned the whole platform and and built a lot of amazing new features. um, And that's called AnnounceFly. Um, so yeah, happy to talk, talk you through those uh, a little bit through the, um, the podcast and some of the mistakes we've made and, and how we've got to where we are today. Yeah, great. So let's, let's dive right in on the, on the purchase. So you purchased a company called Treefort. Yes, we did. So uh, it's quite an interesting story, actually. Um, and I suppose it's a, not a success story, but when I first got into Bubble, Treefort was one of the top applications um, from a design point of view, where I looked at this and I thought, wow, Bubble is a, has the potential to build scalable and, and production-ready um, software. Um, and that's what actually, you know, seeing Treefort and the way it worked and signing up for it, I realized that I really wanted to get into Bubble development, learning the ropes and, and how to actually build applications on, on Bubble. Um, we then obviously launched SendPilot and uh, over the year we uh, brought in some, some revenue from that and I thought, what a great idea to try and reach out to Dennis, who was the um, founder and CEO of uh, Treefort and we made him a, a very small um, kind of purchase offer because I knew that the, the product, uh, the product project wasn't actually active anymore. Uh, he agreed and yeah, we, we it was kind of a, a little success story for myself where I ended up buying the, uh, the platform, the tool that got me started with Bubble in the first case, uh, first case and we've since, yeah, since built it up from there. That's incredible. So how long ago was it that you first came across Treefort? Um, it's, uh, I think it would have been about two years ago. Um, yeah, so two years, and then I was kind of a year and a half into using Bubble when I thought uh, I had a little bit of free time, and I thought I'd like to take on a new project. So I, I ended up, uh, yeah, reaching out to Dennis, seeing if he would be willing to to sell the project. Um, and yeah, it went from there. So the last sort of four or five months, we've been redesigning the platform, rebuilding it. Um, and then we've recently just launched um, launched announce, uh, Fly yet, which, which used to be Treefort. Great. So in 18 months, you went from having no experience with Bubble yep. to buying a second Bubble project to add to your, your portfolio and now running both these Bubble businesses successfully. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think in between that as well, I've, I've also built and sold a project management platform on Bubble. Um, and I must have built upwards of 20 apps, I think, on the platform. Um, unfortunately I've got the, the, the kind of standard founder, um, problem of if I have an idea, 
because you know bubble is so easy for me to use now i just can build the idea out in in two days and i end up with a whether it's a MailChimp clone or something that I, I kind of thought of, I've ended up building it and then having no use for it because I'm not actually going to launch a, you know, something, something new. Um, so I end up just selling them on the template marketplace or through the forums. Um, but I think that, yeah, that kind of showcases the power of Bubble is that once you get the hang of it, you have an idea, you can then build something. And whether you launch it as your own business or just sell it off to someone else, um, it, you know, I think that speaks to the true power of the, the platform. And so you got, you got going and you mostly taught yourself or did you rely on the forum? Did you reach out to other bubblers? How did you, you know, educate yeah. yourself to learn and learn bubble? I think for me, it was a case of, so I, I, I stopped using bubble t- uh, two or three times before I actually got into it. So the first couple of times it was quite overwhelming. I think this was in the earlier stages of the platform where there wasn't very much onboarding and it was a little bit tricky to get my head around. Um, so I would pick it up, then I would just give up and then I'd try again a few weeks later. Um, and then after I really started to, to commit to learning to it and I learned kind of little building blocks and, and you know, how to sign users up, how to create data, how to modify data. Uh, and then just kind of being able to build mini applications and learning new things through the forum. Um, I've spoken a lot to Gabby and, and Nigel as well. Uh, Nigel Godfrey has been a, uh, invaluable um, colleague because I work with him on the SemPilot project. Uh, so yeah, really a combination of all three of the forum, self-taught and, and reaching out to other uh, experienced bubblers as well. And before this, did you have any tech background? Were you a developer? Did you, you study c- computer science? No, I didn't. I studied, uh, I studied business management with entrepreneurship at university. Um, before that, I'd I'd founded a number of small businesses, mainly retail, uh, eBay trading, Shopify, that kind of thing. Uh, but I'm a des- designer by background, so I've come from a web design, uh, self-taught web design background. Um, and I haven't really, I mean, I did do a few courses on JavaScript and basic front-end coding, but nothing really that I c- could really build anything with. Um, but having that kind of baseline knowledge has helped me understand how some of the things in bubble might work or kind of the expected outcomes of doing certain things. Um, cause it is at the end of the day, a, a, a programming language. Yes. It's a very, very high level, easy to use language, but it does follow a lot of the, the kind of principles of traditional programming. Okay. So now that you're in it two years, you've gone yeah. through several businesses and you keep yeah. building on bubble. Is there a piece of advice you would give to someone who's just starting out now? Yeah, I think so. At the moment, I'm just sticking with my two companies, and we're my focus is 100 percent on on them. Um, I think for anyone who's starting out, would be don't give up. Um, the learning curve for Bubble is a lot shorter than it would be for learning a traditional co- coding language. Um, and I think once you've got a real good idea uh, that you want to pursue, build it in Bubble take it out and then validate it with your customers. That's, you know, that's the biggest thing that you need to do. And I make the mistake of, I used to make the mistake of not doing that where I just build things and then hope for the best. Uh, when I launched it, that's, that's what led me to kind of buy a tree fort and rebrand that. Cause that's a feedback, uh, generating tool. Um, so yeah, I think that to summarize, it would be build it, validate it and then focus on it. So don't start to try and build other things in bubble, just focus on 
if you want to build and grow a business, focus on that one thing um, and resist the urge to build out loads of different applications like I do and, and have now stopped doing because um, you, <laughs> you'll end up losing focus on things and uh, it gets, gets a little bit tricky from there. Sure. So talk to me a little bit about your process for validating because you've gone through so many ideas. You've yep. bought and sold Bubble Apps. You're currently building a business. What do you do to validate and continue to validate your business models? Yeah. So this is one of the biggest things. And this isn't exclusive to Bubble. This is a, a universal issue um, in any kind of software development or any kind of business really is understanding what your customers want. Um, but not just understanding, you know, whether one or two people want it. It's, it's kind of crowdsourcing what the overall user base or the overall customer base wants. Um, the best way to do that, and, and we use our own product, is using a feedback tool, whether that's something of your choice or if you come to AnnounceFly and use, use our tool. Um, what we do is we put all of our feature ideas, um, projects we may be working on, anything that we think, should we build this? And then we put it onto a, a branded roadmap, um, and then we submit that and put a link to it in our, in our software and then it allows our customers to then go in and vote on different ideas that they want to see. Um, it allows them to discuss with other users. That's a great way of building a community around the product is, is open discussion amongst, amongst customers. Um, and also submit their own ideas. Um, you know, we're always open to taking feedback. Um, and then what we can do from there with, with AnnounceFly specifically is when we get a, uh, a user suggestion come in, if we think it would, it would add value, we can then publish it um, to the roadmap and let the overall user base vote on it so that when our product team or, or myself um, starts building out the next feature, we can prioritize what's got the most upvotes and kind of uh, forget about things that haven't, haven't got many upvotes or much discussion around it. So it's a great way to kind of crowdsource the future of the business, really. So let me get this straight. You had a problem that you were dealing with where you weren't focusing on, on your business and you weren't getting, and you realized you had to get more feedback. Yeah. And so you went and you bought a tool that does that and you improve that tool. And now you use and sell that tool both for your own business and help others do yes, the same thing. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, it's, a, it's a strange, it's a strange story when you put it like that, but that's exactly it. You know, we, we noticed how valuable something like, um, tree fort when it was called that would be. And, uh, and you know, the, there were some great testimonials from big companies like Box, Zapier, um, Randstad, some big companies that were saying the exact same thing that we thought, which was, this is a really great way of kind of understanding what customers want, what direction we should move in. Um, so that, I suppose, in part led us to, to try and buy it. Um, and then, as you say, yeah, we, we've built it into a full production suite of product development tools, road mapping tools um, to help founders and bubblers and also just general SaaS companies um, figure out what to go next. So what gave you the confidence to know that you could build on what they already had and grow the company to the point where the investment was worth it? Yeah, I think for, for us, it was, it was just a confidence thing of saying, I believe in this product where it's at and I can see where I'd like to take it. Um, the, I suppose the most difficult part was kind of getting in there, understanding how it worked uh, as, a, as a bubble application by itself. And then once I'd kind of figured that out, it didn't take too long to figure that out. Um, I was then able to build upon it and build new features. Um, 
and kind of extend what was already built. And that's the, you know, that's a really important thing for anyone getting started with Bubble is learn, you know, learn how to build things the right way, um, you know, correct database structure, um, correct workflows. You know, I know you're putting a lot of content out around that, but making sure that you really understand that. So when you do sell a business or you acquire another Bubble application, you'll, you'll kind of be able to jump straight in and know how things are, are working or supposed to work. What are the biggest misconceptions you think people have going into learning Bubble or learning, honestly, any no-code platform in general? Yeah, I think there is, and I see this a lot, there's a, an expectation that Bubble will be just like a, another website builder where you're just kind of dragging and dropping things and it, it's really kind of basic in, in what you can actually do. So I think that's one of the expectations that people have. Um, I think that will change when people become more educated about no code. Um, you know, the, the no code movement is really starting to grow. Um, and bubble being at the forefront of that, um, as kind of the flagship, no code, no code products, uh, people will start to understand a little bit more about its power, especially with companies like mine and, and others that are launching on a wider scale. So we're actually launching, uh, a small tool on, um, AppSumo. Uh, which is a small tool within the AnnounceFly uh, product suite. We're, we're launching that as a freebie with AppSumo. So I think, you know, when that gets pushed out to the a million or so um, email addresses that AppSumo have, people will start to understand that Bubble can actually build real applications that can get on AppSumo and, and actually turn into a real business. So I think it's just an education side of things um, that needs to be worked on and that'll only come with, with time. For the people at home, can you just give us a, a brief explanation of what AppSumo is? Yeah, so AppSumo is the largest lifetime deal and software deal provider. Um, they are based in the US and they, they basically sell uh, lifetime access to a product. Um, it can be a new startup, a new software startup, or it can be a, you know, a well-known uh, software startup. The idea behind it is users or customers get a get lifetime access to the product or a, or a subset of the product for a certain fixed amount. It might be $49 forever. So there's no monthly, no monthly fees. Um, so they get a, an extraordinary deal. And then on the other side of that, the, the company um, selling that software gets uh, you know, a lot of revenue in, in a short space of time. Um, for us, we're doing a freebie, which means we're, we're using it as a lead generation tool as opposed to selling the whole platform for a certain price. Um, so we're offering our changelog tool completely free in exchange for an email address. And then from there we can work on nurturing those, uh, those leads. So, um, yeah, AppSumo are a really great launch partner and they're kind of like a launch pad for, for software companies. Going back to your business real quick, when you're getting feedback on the roadmap, when people are giving their opinion on where the business should go, how do you go between, or how do you identify which suggestions are worthwhile? Mm -hmm. And which suggestions are things to avoid? Or there's ever been a situation where things are super popular, but you know that it isn't the right move? And, and how do you account yeah. for that? Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting question, actually. And it's one that we've been putting a lot of focus into because we get a lot of questions like that from our, from our users. There's, there's two ways of doing it. So uh, in terms of prioritizing what we should build, we have a voting system where people can just one-click upvote. Uh, but the great thing about AnnounceFly specifically is because we're built for we're just focusing on software companies as our customers. Um, you know, the other tools out there are, are generic. They will sell to agencies, they'll sell to 
software, they'll sell to all sorts of companies. So they're a little bit more generic. With our tool, um, what we do is we track everything to the user account. So the user demo of AnnounceFly or, or whatever, um, you'll see that any upvotes or suggestions are automatically tracked to the uh, user account of the application that it's installed on. So what that means is if you're, say, um, Bubble, for example, and then a Bubble user goes into the AnnounceFly roadmap, submits an idea, it will automatically track it to their Bubble account. And then from that, we can actually pull in, we can integrate with your CRM and we can pull in a dollar value for each user, uh, which is great for you know enterprise customers who want to see exactly what you say. They want to apply a, a monetary or dollar value um, to each suggestion or each, each idea. Uh, and we can do that from integrating with things like Salesforce, uh, Fresh Sales, any kind of CRM. Uh, and that just, that is one way of judging um, how much attention we should give a certain idea. If we've got a lot of key customers worth a lot of money submitting that idea or wanting that idea, then maybe we should focus on that more than an idea that maybe has more upvotes, but they're all free users, for example. Excellent. That's in- incredibly insightful having that revenue yeah. appended to the, you know, whatever's been upvoted, whatever features have been suggested. Yeah, absolutely. And so as someone who's honestly pioneering the industry, right, it's really just blown up these last, I want to say eight months. What do you see the future of bubble and no code being, and where do you see the industry going? I think it's, it's a difficult one. I think it's, it's at that inflection point where it's kind of a land grab for, for no coders, but also um, founders building no code tools. Uh, you guys got in there and really, as I say, have pioneered it. But I think we're going to see a lot more no-code tools pop up, trying to land grab some of the, the sh- market share away from you guys um, or kind of take an alternative spin on it. Um, so I think that's you know, where the, the market's going to go. Kind of like CRMs and project management tools. Once the first few of them came out, everyone jumped on board and there's hundreds of different options now. So I think that's one way. And then in terms of for Bubble, I think as a platform, it's going to keep getting better and better. Um, you, you're going to see more enterprise customers coming in, um, not necessarily building shippable enterprise tools. Like I, I, I wouldn't think Apple would come in and, and build their next software suite on Bubble. It's more for internal, I say internal tools or um, big companies building tools internally. They don't want to outsource something. Um, they can just kind of quickly build a, a simple tool internally on Bubble and then use it and validate it. And if they employees use it, then they can maybe build it out if they've got the, the funds for that. Um, so I think there's just going to be a lot more adoption in enterprise, bigger companies. Uh, and I'm already sort of seeing that as well with some of the logos you put on the new website. It looks like you're attracting some bigger names. Yeah, so I think that's, that's kind of future. And the more freelancers that join as well, um, and the more dev agencies and dev shops that, build specifically or have bubble as an option it's just going to keep uh, keep pushing the no code movement forward but i think you guys are in a good position to promote that you know with agency directories and all of that stuff but yeah that, that's that's what i think and as someone who as you said earlier you have a ton of ideas and you're constantly yeah. just building things what are you hoping that someone else not you but someone else will invest time in and build in the near future I, I think about this a lot, actually, and sometimes I even get tempted to, to post it in the forum, but I, I'd like to see someone build a, a true kind of marketing automation platform like Autopilot 
for those of you that don't know, Autopilot is a really fantastic visual uh, marketing automation software. Um, so you can kind of set up triggers, like if someone joins a list, then you can add them to a Facebook group or add them to an email campaign, that kind of thing. I think more platforms like that need to be built. We've, we've built a similar one for social media called SendPilot. Um, and I think we're the only guys that have actually done that. As far as I'm aware, we use AI and machine learning and APIs within Bubble um, to actually turn like, blog content into social media campaigns and, and some really great time-saving automation and stuff like that. But I think, yeah, I think people need to start building more complex production-ready um, software that I'd A, love to see just from a bubble point of view and also just to kind of, well, yeah, mainly just to see what, what bubble can really do. Um, there's a lot of templates that get built, but not a lot of actual businesses that then get launched and then, and then taken forward that I've heard of anyway. Great. Can you tell me a little bit about SendPilot? And now that we've touched upon it, just give me a brief overview of what it is and how it works. Yeah. So SendPilot is a social media um, automation and scheduling platform. The idea behind it is that if you're a business owner and you've, maybe you're a small team or you're a social media agency, your team spends a lot of time doing repetitive tasks like promoting your client's blogs on social media, on Facebook, or searching Google for hours and hours trying to find interesting content in your niche. Um, and really what SendPilot does is it's a, a platform or a suite of applications that automates that process. So one, one product that we offer within SendPilot is um, we call it Discover. And basically it's like uh, we've built our own search engine for content that's shareable on social media. So you can search something like, um, I don't know, uh, Instagram marketing. You can search that. We'll then pull in all of the currently trending uh, blog content on Instagram marketing and then you will present that to you and then in one click you can actually turn that into a, a ready-to-go social media post so we'll add things like introductions so we found this you'll like we'll introduce the content we'll add a um, call to action click here take a look now uh, and then we'll also uh, using a machine learning API we'll we'll scan the article and we'll automatically input hashtags that we think are likely to perform best on social media for that piece of content. And also that summarize it. So Instagram market will be things like hashtag Instagram, hashtag Instagram ads, that kind of thing. Um, so that's one way we're, we're automating that process um, of finding great content. The other side of that is a feature called Promote, which basically takes your own or your client's blog articles and then splits the content up into a social media campaign designed to drive traffic to that blog. Uh, we can create up to eight individual and unique social media posts to basically just introduce the content, drive traffic to it, and then we, we send that campaign to your social media profiles that you choose over a, over a schedule. So you can have a drip campaign over maybe 12 months, a year. Um, so yeah, 12 months down the line, SendPilot will automatically promote uh, on your Facebook or Twitter uh, that blog article that you put out a while ago to keep that content kind of evergreen and, and generating leads for you. Um, and that all, does all of that automatically using the bubble kind of schedule workflow system. And very, very, very complicated, actually. <laughs> it's a, I'm redesigning a lot of the stuff at the moment um, to improve it. And it's, uh, it's quite surprising to see how <sighs> inefficient I was building things at the start of my bubble journey compared to how I would do it now. Um, 
and it's yeah i've increased some processes would take like 30 seconds now i've been able to build it and, and to do it in like a second it's it's quite interesting how how the architecture of a bubble app can really shape the user experience and um yeah the time to take to do things that's great and the fact that you've gained such sophistication in a short period of time is also very impressive that short period of time also allows you apparently to learn how to incorporate machine learning into your app. Is that right? Is that what you said? Yeah. I mean, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a geek when it comes to tech and I've, you know, I've, I've worked at a tech company before. Um, so I'm very, very interested in all of that anyway. Um, really bubble was able to help me bridge the connection between those kind of APIs and systems, um, into the application itself. Uh, obviously with bubble, you can expose an API endpoint or you can integrate with external services. Um, which meant that we were able to kind of connect to a machine learning system that would, we would send the body of the blog article to that API. The API would then return suggested hashtags, for example, and then we could make use of that data um, and insert it into the post or, or create a custom hashtag list, that kind of thing. Um, and really, you know, I wouldn't be too scared about the word machine learning or anything like that. It's really just an API that does something. So it's a service that does something. We're making use of that service um, through Bubble and then just making use of that data uh, that gets returned. So it's actually a very simple exchange. It's just with those buzzwords, it, it makes it sound a little bit more confusing than it actually is. It also sounds like a, I will, it, it sounds like it provides a tremendous amount of value yeah. to your user and it gives you a whole new dimension to your Bubble app. Yeah, I think, so we, we actually did some data uh, polls uh, recently. I think we've processed over 150,000 social media posts have been sent with SendPilot. Um, and if we times that by the average, um, I think it, we calculated the average to create a social media post by hand is about four to five minutes, four to five minutes per post. So what we do is in our dashboard, we, we show some metrics like uh, that five minutes multiplied by the amount of automated posts we've created shows them the amount of time they've saved uh, using SendPilot. And, you know, some users are saving hundreds and hundreds of minutes or thousands of minutes um, by using, by using uh, that. So it's kind of hard data showing the, the value that we provide. And, you know, anyone building on Bubble, just from an experience point of view, make sure you show with data the value that you provide um, in your tool. So with this, you're literally replacing people. They can hire fewer people and get more done. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we're not looking to replace social media agencies or anything like that. We're, we're, we're building a tool that enhances what they already do, but they do it manually. We're giving them an automated way of doing it. A great example is we had one agency that used to spend two days a week building out a month's social media campaign for a client. So that's 30 posts, one going out each day. They would spend two days a week doing that, searching Google, finding content. With SendPilot, they're able to do that exact same campaign in 15 minutes. So that's saving that, that user two whole days because we're doing all of the searching for them based on that keyword. Uh, we're pulling all of the, all the viral content in. They're not even having to leave SendPilot to do it all. And then a few clicks, they're turning it into production-ready um, posts that reflect their client's kind of tone of voice and that, and that kind of thing. So it's a real, real-time saver. That's incredible. So what piece of advice would you have for someone who's just getting started? I think the main, main point for me uh, to, to get across would just be, yeah, get started with Bubble. You'll probably make mistakes. I make mistakes and still do. And really just build things and then kind of learn 
uh, learn from those mistakes and when people complain about stuff, take that feedback on board, change things, and then you'll, you'll end up with a, a real business at the end of it that, that you can generate some money from. And so to wrap up, I'm going to ask one last question. What questions should I have asked that I didn't? What do you want to share with our audience that you think is important for them to know? Good question. I think I would say the best way of explaining to clients or people that you're using Bubble is to explain the value that they're getting. So the time saved over traditional coding, the value that Bubble provides is in the end result for the customer, not how it's built, whether you're using a coding language. You know, Nobody buys a house for the specific bricks. Um, unless you're a little bit strange, they buy the end of the, they buy the house to actually live in it and get that value of having a home. They're not buying the bricks and mortar. So when you explain people, you know, what your software is built on, don't be ashamed or concerned that you're using bubble. There's always going to be people that kind of criticize and stuff like that, but just you know, ignore that and realize that the, the end value is what matters most. And that's what people will pay for, not what platform we use to build it or whether you code it by hand. Does that kind of answer the question? I know <laughs> that absolutely does. That absolutely does. And you know, it's been my own experience that people have a certain level of skepticism. Yeah. You explain that you're building with bubble and you're building on a no code platform. And like, can it really do that? Yes. Go on my app, play around, see how it works. Right. It absolutely can. And we've seen tremendous businesses built like yours, like both of yours or all three of yours and you know, real revenue producing businesses that are changing people's lives. And so I just want to thank you for coming on today and chatting with me and sharing your story with myself and our users. And I look forward to checking in with you in a year or maybe less. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm working on a few um, uh, content pieces as well um, with, with, with you guys. Um, so they'll probably be released. I don't know when you guys are going to send them out, but how to build Twitter clones, Airbnb clones, all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, a lot more content to come from myself and obviously you guys as well. Yeah, man. We appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Twitter at Bubble and be sure to tag us when you launch your next no-code hustle. There's nothing we love more than seeing you tear down the barrier between real problems and tech-enabled solutions, all without code.